I fucking love that. Massive Mick Foley fan. I watched uh, on Facebook on Christmas Day a video he posted of himself in, uh, in the garden with his daughter um, singing Walking in a Winter Wonderland. It was the he's, worst thing. He's lost a lot of weight, hasn't he? Yeah. Doing DDP yoga. But it's not. bang. It's not helped him singing. Well, he's getting a double hip operation, you know. I'm not surprised. I mean, he's... think of the damage, the impact those. My hit. God, my witness, he's broken in half. Do you know, <laughs> do you know those um, the car crash videos uh, for the Mankind theme? Yeah, he used the stuntman. He was in the car, yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. How are you anyway? Yeah, uh, doing well. Enjoying life. Do you know what episode number this is? 26. Yes, he knows. 26 is... Tom Notley knows, ladies and gentlemen. 26 is a special month. I wonder what's special about this month. We've not been drinking, have we? It's January. New year, new me. Hashtag... Why not? Hashtag... (laughs) Shed the the flab. Hashtag don't mind if I do. Don't mind if I do. Hashtag dry January. Hashtag dry white wine, please. But how long does it take us to get into two and a half cans? uh, One and a half cans? It's been about five... Fifteen minutes. Going down easy, aren't they? Like it's like you've cracked open a whisper gold and just been able to oh, pour the, it. Yeah, the <laughs> contents right down. I, I've uh, I've had two nearly two quarts already. I've got two quarts left and thirty five centiliters of Chekhov vodka. Aye. Apparently, that's what uh, James Hetfield drank in the shed in Russia when he went hunting. You know when he was having a bit Chekhov. A man that sounds like you're out saying a slur at me like fuck a off. man of the wealth of James Hetfield well he wants to strip it all when back all the he, way he to... like, I've had enough of this I think it was about 2002 so like, I've had enough of this I'm going to go to Russia and drink vodka with the lads with some fucking yeah, guys I... like hunting people he'd never met and he stayed over there for about 8 weeks or something and he and he's he... like yeah he was drinking stuff you can get in the corner shop for a five <laughs> yeah, yeah, over the yeah, road yeah. probably worse probably well they, they're the kings of vodka over in Russia aren't they? So they probably had not just the kings of vodka they, they Russians um, don't go to the bar and go I'll have a grey goose and, and get the mates around it and take a picture Russians do the like litres of it at a go yeah, that, not, they don't mess around they don't grey goose it they're real go and see them you fucking posing bastards in all seriousness have you heard that crocodile that mad part the one that swallowed the clock no mate it's this drug they're doing in, uh, oh yeah and it makes them eat people's face I thought it was an old no thing. no mate it, it's a crocodile it rots you. It, yeah rots you and you got down to your bones it's like part it's like an extract of uh, petrol fucked up the Russians mate sure, they're sure there's an awful lot of nice ones but at the same time a certain number of them get some you say mad people that do drugs aren't nice are you saying people that don't that do vodka uh, heavy amounts of vodka aren't nice? Is that <laughs> no, what you're saying? You know, Russia is a vast country and it doesn't represent uh, the uh, activities K- of K- all. Khabib Nurmagomedov is one of my favourite UFC fighters from Russia. He's hard. He's 24 and 0 and he's solid and he wrestled birds as a kid. So what does that tell you? That his parents to, were highly to, neglectful. They should be, be seen. With, to be they they should be seen as uh, neglectful and poor parents. So what have you been up to anyway this week? This week I have mostly been watching. Louis, 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 Louis. That's the theme tune to Louis C.K.'s theme. Uh, I'd turn it off if that was the theme. It does just go. And then he eats some pizza and it says some funny shit. Uh, I also... Right. I must caveat this with I have lost uh, £3 this week. But something bad happened, mate. Go on, what did you eat? Over hey, the, you've not told me this, over, have you? No, I've been saving it. <laughs> and I only realised it two hours before I came here. Rachel said, what's happened to all the Kit Kats? <laughs> Right. What's happened to the Kit Kat song? It's a multi pack. I have lost three pounds. So it was. A How tw- many Kit it was. Kats? <laughs> it, was a, it was bought on Friday night when we did the shop, lad. And uh, for, it was twenty-one Kit Kats <laughs> for, for two pounds, right? So uh, Rachel has had one a day. Right. 
which leaves for a this week. M- so she's had seven. So you've had fourteen. <laughs> fourteen. Fourteen. In two, five days or a week. Seven days. Oh my god! Two a day. But it's not worked out. Uh, <laughs> but I have stuck to my. How fifth. many did you have in one sitting? It's not like one sitting. Now, how, many, how many? How many Kit Kats did you have in one day? Like two finger ones. How many? Bars, the worst bars. one. How many? The worst one was a four. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. So if you think about fourteen over that time, and you've had four in one day. What is it about Kit Kats that make you go like a fucking dog on heat? <sighs> Just the I, I I like that little and the, the, in fairness, the chocolate <laughs> dead milky in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, so that's pretty much been my week. What about you? Well, I've been keeping this from you as well. They're probably flaking, but I got a shark tattooed. Oh, very nice. And a nail. And a rope. Fucking, I like the the consistent colour theme between all three. Is there a link? Well, it's a nautical arm, isn't it? So I had some Christmas uh, vouchers that I used, so I got that, that and the other... But yeah, it's starting to flake now. They do they do vouchers for for tattoos. Yeah. Good idea. Well, you can make sense. For fourteen Kit Kats, mate. <laughs> yes, uh, or you could get fourteen Kit Kats down your arm. Yeah, I might get the backroom sesh tattooed somewhere. You know. One a day. Beer camp. Just beer a, camp. a little nod. A little yeah. nod. Apart from that, they're, they're, mate. And, uh, can I just say, in all fairness, I like the consistent colour theme, the whole black red thing, and uh, yeah, they're cool. Good work. You see, that's the colourful arm with all the musical, my musical past. And, and the microphone, I suppose, could transfer over to the, the, to the this? podcast. What? Musical past, podcast. Maybe one right. day the podcast will There's be... There's been a rape up there! <laughs> Maybe the podcast will be the past one day. You never know what's coming, mate. Well, no, you don't. But, for now, tis the present. Would you like to reel us on to your favourite, or is it your favourite, or is it just something? To be honest, mate, I fucking hate it. It's a drag, but I'm yeah. gonna try and enjoy it. I'm gonna say what the news? Age curing pastor claims he removed woman's vaginal warts with the power of his holy shoe. I'm staggered by this, but I do think there's a medical difference between warts, which I understood was herpes, and AIDS. No, what you're misunderstanding here is that... I'm no doctor. At one point in the past, he cured AIDS. Oh, and he's now He's now doing warts and... Oh, so AIDS. he's moved on, he's sort of... Oh, I've, yeah, yeah. I've done enough AIDS. He wants to put embarrassing bodies on Channel 4 out of business here. Ah, oh, right, so he's sort You know, I couldn't... Instead of curing all the AIDS, I've... <laughs> I've, I've, I've... I've, you know, I've done a bit. I've done a bit of the AIDS. Someone else can do some of the AIDS curing. He's a South African jet, so it's like, I just cut it. I just cut it. I wouldn't. The Tist Mitch? This is, this is a bit the AIDS. This is the Shannon Foot. <laughs> well, I would say it's He's German, Mitch. German, South African. Anyway, listen up here. Sorry, sir. Bizarre footage shows Zemdil Andres November. Great name. <laughs> Passing his footwear to a woman in his congregation at Victorious Faith Ministries. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Uh, faith <laughs> ministries <laughs> faith healers are no strangers to outlandish claims but this South African pastor stepped things up a notch by purporting to have cured a woman's vaginal warts with his shoe unless his shoe has blades you know like James Bond style whack the heel but that would be surgery bizarre footage shows Zendil Adrias November Asking a woman in his congregation about the pimples. <laughs> the victorious the... faith ministry's pastor, <laughs> who also claims he can cure AIDS with the power of prayer. That Freddie Freddie Merckx would have loved this guy. There is his shoe and hands to the woman who places it between her thighs. Oh, their pastor then t- later told South African newspaper The Times, "The woman came to me about pimples on her vagina." This made it impossible for her to sleep with her husband. Because the problem was on her private part, I decided to use the shoe. I believe in miracles, and God uses anything to heal. 
He said thing. <laughs> he claimed, I also cured a lot of HIV and AIDS immediately after pray- praying for them. I asked them to go to the nearest clinic and test. Most of them come back negative. And those that are positive, I encourage them to have faith and continue to pray for them. I specialise in deliverance for those who are demon-possessed, spiritual husbands and diseases. Lad, that's basically it. This guy, Mr. November from the Victorious Church, is, in my estimation, in the eyes purely of this pundit... Bullshit. A bullshitting bellend. He's pushing it out there, isn't he? He's, uh, He's going on about HIV and AIDS. You know, mate, I think you'd be a, a wealthy, wealthy man now if you can cure that with a power of prayer. I, I think, you know, why are you he's holding it back? Is, me- is, is, he, is, he, is, he, is he, he's a tit, he? Has he just got a marketing issue? I think he's got problems. So does he need to go on Dragon's Den? And they, that. And they can just get their marketing experience what's, what's behind that, him. What's that miserable uh, woman called with the blonde hair, the bob? Deborah Maiden. No, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Irresponsible. All, in all seriousness false you, promises you, you, I, I do believe faith can cure a lot of spiritual ills and people draw a lot of strength and comfort from it but medical issues I'm, uh, I'm sceptical and as you say I think we'd have heard about it second of all if I ever did discover a cure for a major disease I love the idea that we raised of uh, taking on Dragon's Den I've got the cure for uh, diabetes. <laughs> Who'd like to invest? Walk on with a fucking treadmill. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. That would only cure one type, but you know, di- don't want to undermine it. Diabetes is a serious illness, but I was just. It was I the first one that came to what mind. I think. Alright? I don't give a fuck. What I know. What I know, don't you get think. AIDS, HIV, warts, and diabetes. Well. Sugar, you, you Kit Kat. Fondling fuck. My next announcement would be that. <laughs> no, in all seriousness. I'm only messing. I want the. No lightheartedness in health issues, but if I did accidentally discover it, it would have to be during the course of making a meal because that's as close as I get to science. Uh, I don't know why the... you apologise for this. No one listens. Anyway, my next story. Go on. Sex mad tortoise gives himself arthritis by having too much sex. Ooh, We're talking I, about an oversexed tort here. They're very, they've got very phallic heads in themselves, haven't they? Them coming in and out of the. Se- Have you heard them? They're like. They've got like a very mm, hissy. It's like it's like me running. I love the it's idea. Like me running on the footy pitch whenever you know we smoke, don't we? We drink. It reminded me of TNF football we used to play on Tuesday night. Yeah. When I was hungover, full of cigs, me trying to run down the wing. That's exactly what I was sounding like a tortoise having a fuck. Why do you think I always played in defence, lad? <laughs> yeah, I'll just uh, stay back here, lad. We look like tortoises in those high-vis bibs as well, didn't we? Oh, yes. Well, nothing wrong with a high-vis bib, but going back to your tortoise there, I do like the idea of one of the funniest things in the world would be, given how slow they do everything else, a tortoise with... Premature, who suffered from premature ejaculation that'd be hilarious because <laughs> everything else it would take so long to get up there and then go oh I'm sorry love oh uh, do you know what look it up on uh, YouTube anyway tortoises shagging especially the big ones smashing only for scientific reasons anyway a sex mad tortoise has developed arthritis after baking did you write this article yeah because it says a sex mad tortoise has developed arthritis after um making <laughs> One of your things, isn't it? Um, um, I've reduced my erms <laughs> significantly if you study this. You don't edit the podcast. You don't know, really. You don't know how much I use the word erm in my actual life. It's reduced 60%, so now I only say erm um, 30,000 times a day. <laughs> the to- <laughs> Fuck! I'm going to read this again. A sex mad tortoise developed arthritis after making the tortoise with two backs too often. <laughs> what? Because he mounts it. So Poor old horny Bert now requires wheels in order to get around in his home at the Dinosaur Adventure Park in Norfolk. Oh, poor fuck. Norfolk. Yeah. <laughs> plenty, North. Of, plenty of fuck. Um, plenty of fuck, Nick. Um 
The 22-year-old African spurred tortoise has developed swelling in his rear legs when he returned from a breeding program in 2011. <laughs> I've been shagging so fucking much. My legs are like jelly. <laughs> My legs are the size of fucking buffalo hinds, mate. <laughs> The two listen to this. Swollen listen to legs. This. Listen to this. The two month the two month session <laughs> The two month session saw him sleep with five females over two months producing an unknown number of offspring. One. He's a lover. <laughs> he is a lover, not a fighter. That is certainly true said Martin Hocking, acting manager at the park's secret animal garden. African spared tortoises... Secret animal garden? Is this where this Martin... Does anyone know about this? Martin just takes all the animals off there to shaggy, some sort of perv. Do you reckon someone's been walking past and they've heard this over the hedge and found someone else? I think an old man's had a fall. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine this. Oh my God. <laughs> Granddad. Someone's in distress. <laughs> and then just being presented with... And then, and then Martin just pops out. Shh. Trying to fuck. African spurred horses are prolific breeders who can produce up to sixty to seventy offspring a year, and he's no exception. But Bert's massive libido looks to have taken its toll, and he has spent the past eight weeks on wheels. Fucking hell! The wheels shagged himself into a wheelchair. <laughs> The wheels help Bert's mobility, and he will hopefully help him heal by aiding circulation. Park operations ma- manager Adam Goymore added, "The public are always interested by Bert and wonder why he has wheels. There is a sign up on the window of his enclosure that tells all the info about his previous injury and why he's on the wheels." Kids Mad love it. Shaka strikes again. <laughs> Kids love it, and they think he's a bionic tortoise. And he's oh. a bionic Shaga. And that he needs those wheels to help him with his super tortoise speed. Little did I know, Bert has lived at the Dinosaur Park since 2007 on loan from the Norfolk Tortoise Club. <laughs> the Norfolk Tortoise Club? <laughs> and was officially donated in 2013. African spare tortoises have an average life expectancy of 60. He'll be shagging for years in. Oh, he's, he's the Deno, Des O'Connor of tortoise, that fella. Bert? I love Bert, mate. He's got the name, definitely. What's his accent, do you reckon? I don't think he's Norfolk. I think he's... A, I, think I he's reckon he's got a sultry... Deep, deep voice. Like, uh, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna come over here, love? And uh, I think he's a northern tortoise. Yeah, yeah. Hello, yeah. is it me you're looking for? Shall we? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I'm totally into you. <laughs> Totally into you. <laughs> Fucking. Oh. I love Bert. Fucking great lad. Go on, mate. Go on. Sure, if that's yours. the last ever of your stories we ever hear, I'll die a happy man. There'll be plenty more, mate. I tell you. That's no, fucking great. That. Now, this one. What I've drummed up. What I drummed up. Go on. It'll take about half a year to fucking unlock your phone. Fucking won't. I'm ready. I bring hard copies. What do you bring? Apart from... Hard eggs. cockies. <laughs> oh, God. Go on. Come on, talk to Now, me. I thought... I went for this story for two reasons. Number one... We're both on our post-Christmas health kicks. Yeah. Number two... As we used to, I thought it might be nice to get a taste of the old days back. I went local. Merseyside man loses over six stone in six weeks by sleeping. Uh, I don't think that's healthy, mate. He's going to have a lot of excess skin and he's going to be bed sores and he's probably going to have all sorts of shit wrong with him. What do you want to know about what's happened to this? Cracking chappy. Do you get run over by an ice cream van? No, well, <laughs> he's been very, very, very upset by his size for a long time. Now, this is him. Rob, his name is. He's from the Wirral. He's 23. He weighed a massive 21 stone. 
That's not bad. And was determined to drop some pounds before his university reunion. He's 15 stone now. Yeah. Six weeks sleep. He was. Is that the key? He was joined on his weight loss mission by fellow food lover and university friend Matt. And uh, so what they did was they told him. He said, I really do want to change my neck, my stomach and my chest. I would definitely say my confidence has taken a big knock. It makes me want to hide away. Mm. Poor fuck. My ideal weight would be around 13 stones. So he's probably got about two stones to go. Now what they did, they made him up his kip to nine hours a night. Yeah. He was sleeping about six. And he didn't have to do anything else. So what do you make of that? So he's been doing basically uh, what he's been doing is intermittent fasting. So he's been using nine hours of that fasting time and then about four hours either side of that. Resisting some food. Resisting food and then eating between. Yeah, yeah. It works, man. I mean, people have said to me like, that it, it can be like exercising when you do intermittent fasting. Because when you think about it back in the day, people are going around caveman and shit. They're not going to find food for about a day. So they're going to go without food for a bit. Then they find something, smash it, get it down the throat. They're all right then. And then they've got to go out and find another one. Could be another day then. Intermittent fasting. Hunter gathering. Exactly. But you don't find it funny that this large and in charge gentleman, we're, we're in the day and age where it's go to the gym, get off your ass, fucking crossfit your life away, leg it round. Fucking Spartan bollocks. And he said, do you know what, lad? Go for a nap. Yeah, well, the problem is, mate, everyone's in those fucking shit jobs, aren't they, where they're working. Uh, they've got to get up at this time. They've got to, you know, when you get in from work, you want to spend as much time awake as you can because it's your own time. Yeah. So you're going to spend from about 6 o'clock until 11 o'clock. You'll be on your phone for a bit. You might fall asleep at half 12. And then you're up at 6 or 7. So you've got, you've got fuck all sleep there. And then you're eating again to get you some energy because you feel like shit. And then you're going to work, and then you're having your fucking dinner, and then you sat down all day, and then you have go, then you have your tea, and you go home, and you sat down because you're just like, I can't be asked doing anything. You know, you you're built into a structure of breakfast, lunch, tea, maybe supper because you get a peckish. So it's a drawn out plan where you're just going to be feeling like shit all the time, and that's what everyone's stuck in. He's had the luxury of not doing much, so he's he's done the whole intermittent fasting cool. thing. So that's where it is. Well, you've taken the joke right <laughs> out of this. I, for one, applaud him, but uh, and I, and I think I'm fed up, Joe, of like this whole sort of fucking culture of set some goals, fucking come That's in. That's the problem. There's too yeah. many set structures. There's a structure that's all made, and it's like that's the blueprint. If you don't follow it, you're a fucking weirdo. Fuck, you don't have any breakfast. No, not fuck off. Because like, but the Chinese. A slim, healthy person in China leads a vastly different life to a slim, healthy person in Sweden, don't they? Mm -hmm. So it's different fucking models. So to say there's one answer, it's total shite, but this fucking coffee enema bollocks, I'm not buying into that. Coffee goes in the mouth and produces, it gives the bowels a kickstart, and that's what the enema should be. Cigs, coffee... <laughs> Off you go. Relax. That is my version of a coffee enema. That's your next story, anyway. This is to do with confusion. Well, you never fail to confuse me. No, I never fail to confuse a lot of people. I'm an individualist. Brazilian woman prayed to Lord of the Rings elf after mistaking it for saint. What? Did she mean to New Zealand? A Brazilian woman has revealed on Facebook that her grandmother has been praying daily to a Lord of the Rings figurine after mistaking it for an icon of a saint. Beautician Gabriela Brandau from Florianopolis. I believe I said that right. Nobody in Brazil listens so he gives a shit. (laughs) Posted images of the three-inch figure of the (laughs) half-elf character Elrond, thinking his clothing looked an odd for a saint. Then she realised her grandmother believed she was praying to San Antonio de Batua, the patron saint of the poor, rather than the Lord of of Rivendell from the fantasy trilogy from J.R. Tolkien. Mr. Brandau, Ms. Brandau, sorry, noticed the figure was wearing a cloak that was 
opened down the middle and a belt that was appeared to be blah blah blah. My daughter's great grandmother praised this figure of Saint Antonio every day, but looking closer and apparently the grandmother Why did she just lift in... it up? Why did she just lift it up and see? Uh, <clears throat> why should not just be cruel trademark of, of whatever they are is it what what pictures do the Lord of the Rings trilogy is it is it Warner Brothers or or Universal I don't know why she needs to fucking blow this woman's cover this is a, an old she's looking, woman she's looking for a viral hit there she's looking for a way out the fucking uh, favela she's trying to get out there and be like man isn't my isn't she funny like laugh at my fucking here. stupid gram who's lived a tough life scraping away through the streets and just she's found out that the the inheritance isn't a lot so she's going to do one last attempt at making making a bit of money out of it so she's obviously got Sky News on no, screen, like, which you can see sorry about this right the way I see it is this if you write a letter to somebody hmm? David Hasselhoff why would I? He follows me on Twitter. If you write a letter... Me and the Hoff go way back. ...to um, Russell Crowe. Yeah, fuck off. Whatever you're saying to him, you can be saying, ah, oh, fuck you, Russell, whatever. And you fucking sign off. Bollocks to you, Russell. Best wishes. Doddy. Whack it in the envelope. And you see someone in dressed similar to a postman and then give it to that person say, take this to Russell Crowe. At the end of the day, there's no mistake there, is there? You, for yeah, all intents clearly giving it to a fucking waste disposal, man. No, but you're in your head. and the, In the, my head, I'd be an idiot for doing that. Because I recognise a postman when I see no, one. In your head, lad, you've written to Russell Crowe. And that's I all that matters. what you're trying to say. That's all that matters. This old woman thinks she's prayed to this saint. Yes. And she basically has. And this horrible shit ass, instead of getting a fucking job and supporting her grandma, who's probably raised her in shite, trying to embarrass her on Tinterweb. She's making money off of her. Bollocks to her and sod off with your shitty crap story. Well, this, this leads in nicely to something. I've got a bonus one here. And it's a follow up. To, it's a follow up to a story that you presented to me last year, and it's about Elvis. Elvis Presley oh. is alive. Bearded dead ringer for the king is spotted in 2017, and it sparked a webstorm. Fucking hell! Right, go on. A bearded dead ringer for fallen icon Elvis Presley has been spotted at his Graceland home, fueling speculation that the king is alive and well. You'll have enjoyed this event as well. A cake cutting ceremony. Oh, I'd love. Ah, <laughs> oh, mate. I was craving carrot cake the other day. <laughs> Shite that. A carrot ca- cake's fucking amazing. A, ca- a cake, a carrot cake, a cake cutting ceremony to remember this music superstar was held on the front lawn of his Graceland home on Sunday, January the 8th, 2017. Dozens were in attendance at the guest house in Memphis, Tennessee, where birthday celebrations were held for the first time. Intriguing images from the event showing the chubby grey-haired man stood among the crowd were posted to Facebook page named Elvis Presley is Alive. In the snaps, the man is wearing a black jacket, a cap and shades, and is seen stood surrounded by bodyguards, with fans honouring Elvis at the bash. Ooh. At first glance, his likeness to the Love Me Tender Ace is dubious, as the man is sporting a ponytail, appears to have different facial features. Well, that's a... Fa- <laughs> Yeah, I'll stay with it. <laughs> he, he had. But despite the inconsistencies, growing numbers of true seekers are sold on the theory that Elvis never left the building at all. Right? Opinions on whether the unknown man could really be the king, aged 82, are deeply divided in social media. Susan Bradley wrote, I did notice that a man at a few points during the video, and one day, but it was him, I thought, he's hiding in plain sight again. The people next to him probably have no idea. Mike Tyson was contacted for a Janet Porter. <laughs> Janet Porter posted, When I watched... <laughs> when I bloody watched that shite. I got so excited when I noticed the man and I saw the CCB jacket and hat. And it was Elvis straight away. So happy he got it to spend his birthday celebration with his fans. Anna Brennan commented, Must be Elvis. The bodyguards are so obvious. 
Wish I was there so much. I would have noticed him. But some of the view that the mystery bloke is actually Jesse Garen Presley, the stillborn identical twin brother of the blue suede shoes singer. Stillborn? So he's, so he's come back to life. Oh, for God's Wild sake. theories claiming Jesse delivered 35 minutes before Elvis survived the birth and lives to this day are well known among fanatics. Marissa Bernadelli wrote, Wow, we got a glimpse of Jesse. We thank you so much for pointing this out to us. In a post ruminating over his features, their Facebook page wrote, Look at the picture. Notice the ponytail. Elvis does not have a ponytail. Therefore, this must be Jesse. Many were skeptical about this theory. Another Elvis is a live conspiracy theory involving a ponytail. Greyhead groundsman working at Graceland Service last year, which you brought up on the sesh. Footage of the man in a 3.8 Esca in a 3.8 acre estate was posted to YouTube in June 2016, but the man denied this because he said it's not me, lads. No. <laughs> it's not me, lad. But I'll show you a picture now, and you see what you think. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you know what? Do you think that's him? I mean, I would like to believe it is, but in a word, nah. Do you think it's bullshit though? I think it's, I mean, I'd well, love then, to. Well, I'd then, lo- then why I'd... would you come to the podcast in June 2016 and say, he's a liar, lad? And then come back now thinking you're all fucking cool and go, no, he's not. I don't believe that to be the same man that I brought here. I don't think he's alive, he's dead. Well, think about it. The easiest thing for him to do, he didn't need to fake his own death, right? He could simply he far too many of those fool's gold sandwiches for his own And he life. was on a fuckload of drugs. He's on fucking fuckloads of drugs. Tom keeps yawning here, guys. He's fed up with this. You're sick of doing the session, aren't you? No, I'm not. You sure? I'm not. Okay. But all I'll say is, I mean, I'd love it to be him, but I don't. And, and I did think while you're saying it, I'd say, I'm John. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to track down the remains of Elvis Presley. I'm going to have them DNA tested. I'm going to prove once and for all that it's him. We could do that. And that's our big break. That's what we're going to do, lad. We're going to prove that Elvis did leave the building once and for all. It's that time of the week again where we ask Would you rather? Would you rather die happy in five years or die unhappy in 60 years? <laughs> Tough, that, you know. Because, like... I'm so happy, oh, so happy. In your fifth year, oh, so happy. <laughs> Bus, but annihilate you. That's difficult, that. 60 years. Because who's to say... Oh, I hate it. If you, th- if you, think, life. If you think about it, you could be happy for 55 of those years you could have a happy time and then your life just goes to shit in the last five start from now if you want to be like that <sighs> say fuck it go longevity mate because 60 years of, of misery no you, you didn't say because like I said it could be I could have 55 happy years and the last five could just be a right shitter couldn't they no I said from now oh no five years happy she would be dead at what 30 32 Bill Hicks age blicks that's what I'm going to do oh, fairly answered mate fairly answered. at the end of the day there's nothing worse because there's been no psychological tests, haven't they? So, I mean, I know you didn't say it's, it's you know, not the same, but the thing you remember on your deathbed's the thing you didn't do, the things you didn't do and the regrets you've got. So uh, I'd rather be on my deathbed and be there happy. You died now. I'm deathbed now. I had to take you to A&E and you're on your deathbed. Would you have been happy with what you've done? Largely, yeah. Uh, regrets? I, I, there, are, there are regrets I'd have, but I suppose I could pacify myself with I saying so I didn't many, have the time. There's so many, yes, there's so many things that you could have done, but you might have been doing that you couldn't have achieved. Yeah, yeah but only because only of a time frame issue. Good one. But if I've had another 50 years, and then I'm going, oh, shit. Come on, Bill, this is not anyway, Oscar acceptance. Sorry, well, <laughs> would you rather suffer a rectal or a scrotal tear 
Mm. Not nice either of them, mate. Rectal tear is gonna because you know you shite daily, don't you? Yeah. So it's gonna be a bit a lot of trouble there. But think of your 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 bits hanging Terrible. loose. It's just gonna get stapled up in the hospital, isn't it? It's not nice, though, is it? I'm going How, for the you fancy? No, I'm going. I'm going for the balls. You you want your balls stapled? Be awful. It's a great. It's a better story to tell down the pub than me arse ripped. And you go down and go, my 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 sack ripped, and uh, I'm here to tell the tale. And then everyone will be like, oh, what was it like? What was it like? What was it like? And I'm like, well, this was terrible, mate. But I'm here to tell the story, and the boys are still working fine. But imagine if you say, ah, oh, my arse ripped, and because of a massive shite I had, that'd go down well at the pub That's as well. That's true. But do you think that'd be worse? Out having a crap and being ripped. <laughs> oh. I mean, when you do, think of the when, risk when, of infection. How, how would you rip your scrope though? Like playing footy and a stud goes in it, or or you, do, you, you I'm do not splits, talking, do I'm splits not, in a bad way. You nuts are a bit tight. That you, you slip skin. on the ice, whoosh, off you go. I'm not talking. Met it can be however you want it to be. Well, I've had uh, my ear ripped off, haven't I? Down to halfway. Oh yeah. It's Sorry to on, bring so. up uh, bad memories for you, lad. You don't. Your body sort of cuts off feel into that that specific area I'm just more worried about with it being your ass. there's a bit more filth there to infect yeah that's so a, I'm going for imagine, the scrot. yeah I, I don't blame you but a rectal infection would be well rectal oh god would you rather be butt fucked by a giant scorpion or get a blowjob off a shark well I don't think any of them are going to be either of them are going to be how you imagine <laughs> Because neither of them are going to be going, oh, yes. That shark would have a smile on his face, wouldn't it? <laughs> they always look, I think that's one of the most sinister things about sharks. They always look like they're smiling, don't they? It's like, I'm going to eat you. Are you, uh, if you sausages. The, those, sausages. Those, like, videos of the great whites coming up from, like, out the sit with the mouth open. It's like, hiya. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I think just for the unusualness, I think. Uh, one shite blowjob, that, wouldn't it? Because there's no suck off a shark, is there? Bring on the scorpion, mate. At least can be on dry land. You sure? Ah, yeah, I reckon so. Boy, you could die after that. I would rather, and I think that would deliver a swifter death. All right, all right. And you're not in water where the wound was. No, you're gonna be sat on the beach like that, and the sharks will be on the cusp, and it's going, lad. Oh yeah. She fancy a sock. Fuck that, bring the scorpion on. They're fondling your balls of its fin. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to persuade you gently. Oh, he's you, got him. <laughs> you know you want it. Come on now. No, scorp. You could have his two fins on the go, massaging your balls. <laughs> he's a very considerate lover. It's just not his fault that the that the his equipment too is. Too much teeth, love, too much teeth. <laughs> I won't even go into that. <laughs> I, I, I do have comments on that. <laughs> but never mind. Would you rather fight in the Roman army or defend yourself against marauding Vikings? Now, don't... Big boys, the Vikings, are Oh, they? yeah. They're, they're fucking pillagers. Pillaging... Burn to the fucking ground, savage fucks. And they take blowjobs off a shark as well. Oh, they would, and the shark would be fucking grateful. The Romans were a bit naughty with their, their weapons as well, weren't they? Well, they're very efficient, so you just... You, have you seen that weird tortoise thing, armadillo thing they did? You used to go into battle in formations of like... Um, I'm not sure how many, but... You know, the they Dutch the, four four they four the, three the, three system. They had those long shields, didn't they? Yeah. So there'd be a column of, of two or three, and down the side they'd have their like shields going, and then they'd have other people holding shields ac- ac- like up the top. So obviously they couldn't get them, and they'd just move through the battle like that. Methodical. Yeah, very methodical people, the Romans. I've way I'm getting fucked up there. If they're efficient though, like you say, I'll go for the Romans. Because at the end of the day, I'm gonna get slapped the shit out of me by a, by a Viking. I just want it to be over quick, so I'll go for the rooms then. 
But the thing with the Romans is you probably, for all your efforts, even if you were victorious, you'd be paid in salt. Rome's. Big Rome. Tom, would you rather be eating... <laughs> oh, God. Would you rather be eaten alive by a pack of wild hogs or cooked like one on a spit alive? Oh, God. It's the heat issue, mate. Uh, look at the like pack of them gnawing on you. I'm taking you. You probably have to be barely, barely conscious, and you'd have had a, a whack on the head in the forest, and you'd be oh lying on the floor, and they'd be setting. No, to... no, no. You're walking. I think I'd or have to... a, a gang of Amazonian tribe capture you and go oh bit of meat on him, and then they push pole up your ass <laughs> through your mouth. <laughs> it's gonna spinning. It's gonna have to be the hogs. Right. I think. Because I don't fancy the pole going through. I don't think. All right, I'd, they'll tie you to the pole. They're not going to stick it for you because that's bullshit. That's cartoon. Like, I don't think I'd look great. Tie you to the pole. I don't think I'd look great with an apple in my mouth. And then also, think of every time as they rolled you over, and your balls flopped in the flames. Fuck that shit, hogs. What are the hogs nibbling your balls? You need to take into account these hogs, mate. They're I, not. Pigs eat themselves shit. They, they eat one of their own. They're going to do some naughty shit to you. But it might be over quicker. Because might not be. You might be half eaten and you might be still alive. You could be You could be feasted upon it's, over a number of days. I want you to be... You could be cooked in a day. I've made my choice. Live it. All right. I'm going for the hoggish. Hoggish. Right. right. It's not really what I, how I hope I'll go out, but... If it's a choice between those two, then so be it. Would you rather have tiny hands and a massive cock? Or a massive cock and tiny hands? To a point where... It's not the same thing. You just said, would you rather have tiny hands and a massive cock? (laughs) Or a massive cock and tiny hands? No, massive hands and a tiny cock. All right, all right. Well, you didn't say so, it that way. Well, so what I meant was, you've either got little tiny hands, like little... Jerry Beadle. No, no, the fully functioning hands are just tiny. Yeah. Doll's and hands. a massive... Yeah, massive cock. Yeah. Or an, a fucking tiny little cock and the world's biggest fucking hands. Small hands because we have a cock like that. You're never going to have to pleasure yourself, are you? Ooh. Everyone's one going to be on that. I didn't say about your face, though, did I? <laughs> he gives you Pan shit. face, but ding! You talk about hands and cock. I'm, t- I'm answering hands and cock. I don't know, but tiny hands and big cock. Right, okay. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> Tom! But it'd be like a Tyrannosaurus Rex scenario, do you know what I mean? You're not wanking a, a massive cock, are you? It's going to get some attention, though. You're going to get some desire porn industry mate um, Tom would you rather never have to sleep again or never have to poop again both pleasurable to you I know but you're either never going to sleep again or never poop again but when you say never have to that sounds like it wouldn't be that much of a chore but I do I do no it will be I mean that's just the way it's presented so I'm going to suffer for for both because mm. that's not what you said. You said never have to, so it would never be. It's the way it's worded, but it, you know, it's like someone saying it's basically, mate. It's like the way Farage worded Brexit to people. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, only for the potential for mess. I think I'm gonna need to re- retain my ability to shite because <laughs> you like a shite, don't you? I love a shite. How right. many? How many have you had today? I think right, so. Only two. Two good ones. But oh yeah, I yeah. can anticipate plenty on Sunday. I think it's going to happen. <laughs> but it's it was one of them. I seem to be. Here's a question. Go on. Before phones were the go-to item. What did you used to do on the toilet? Did you read a magazine? I don't remember pre-phone shites. I think I used to take a copy of a magazine to the toilet or I think a I just, local newspaper. I think I used to just shite. <laughs> I think. 
Although, if you wanted a long session, did you just sit there and go? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it was. I'm own, really enjoying this. I think it was its own reward. And I used to. I think I. I and, and now you say it, I vividly remember. But once, because your mind would go to strange places because you were just shying. Go on then. What you ask me? Finalmente. Would you rather die publicly in highly embarrassing circumstances or privately but not be missed and discovered after four years by accident? If I was discovered privately after four years by accident... You'd be scooping you up in like a shovel, mate. I'm going to become quite popular anyway. Yeah, well, I'm going to become a viral hit... Because there was a gentleman that I've mentioned many times on this show, many times on this show, that was found on his missing yacht. He got lost in 2008 and he was But you found, weren't missed, mate. He was found two years ago and they found him dead. But no, they don't think, oh, he's off doing that. No, but I know I wouldn't miss, but I'll become a, I'll become a, a, a story. I'll become a myth. I'll, be, I'll become a story, a fable, whatever. Fucking something that's worth talking about because I was found four years after... I died. You're going to be something to talk about. It's like, do you remember that fucking Doddy who died, you know, uh, after that dog shite exploded? Yeah, on I'll telly. Take I'll take that. I'll take that. The private or the public one? Public. Public humiliation death. Now, I've got a bonus question. Would you rather reach 100 episodes with the backroom sesh... Or win £100 on a scratch card. Oh, do you know what? I hope those few people who listen will forgive me. I'll take the cash. Purely on the basis that... I'll do more for you. Yeah, imagine the rush of... Yeah, you, right, when you do a scratch card, you win a tenner. So yes, imagine if you want a hundred quid. That's fine then. We've got to take it. Ladies and gentlemen, the back room beats. No one's getting involved with this. We were meant to do this as a social activity to get people involved in this podcast. No one's asked. Nah. So fuck them. Let's do a fucking song about it then. All right then. I'm so sick of writing all these songs No one listens, no one sings along So you can take them, and you can shove them You can forget you never heard them I wish I had never written them Fuck you all, 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 fuck you all. Sick of finding things to write about No one laughs, no one shares with friends So you can take them, and you can shove them You can forget you never heard them I wish I had never written them Fuck you all, fuck you Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Bloody sodje. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. No, seriously, fuck them. And fuck you as well. Fuck them. Bastards. Fuck him.
Right, I'm going to say something here because I'm feeling passionate about this, right? I set out of a goal with this backroom sesh. No, no, uh, we, I, set I, out we set out of a goal. Well, I set out of a personal goal as well as a goal for you. Uh, that goal I set out was to find Mr. Love, which was a film that was filmed in Southport in 1985, my birth year. And it intrigued me so much that I, I started this podcast with you to to get you out there as a stand-up comedian as as a podcast to find out if anyone had Mr. Love. And, and it took my own wife to find Mr. Love for me. No one that listens to this podcast found Mr. Love. So, And I'm still I'm, not a famous I, I, comedian. I, I'm going to close on this. Now I've found Mr. Love... I feel that the sesh has served its purpose. Try, lad. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gathered here today to mark the passing of the Backroom Sesh podcast. Over the past two years, we've tried our best to entertain you. And some of you have listened, and most of you haven't. But nevertheless, we've enjoyed it. But it's now with great sadness that I must now declare the Backroom Sesh podcast dead.